Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today our special guest is Brenda Adams, and she is the Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity. And we want to welcome her to the show. And I have, I just want to get right to it. I have a very quick question about the hierarchy of uh, Habitat for Humanity. It is a national organization, correct? It's an international organization. It's an international uh-huh. organization, much like Rotary. That's right. Yeah. Rotary is an international organization. And you are the executive director of what area? We're chartered. Are they broken, are they broken down by regions or... Um, we're chartered to serve Columbia County, and they are broken down into a number of regions. Some are countywide, some are cities, like New York City Habitat, uh-huh. and others can be multi-county juris- jurisdictions. But I each- think, gotcha. I think okay. the first thing we have to say after we say good morning, Brenda. Oh, I think we did that. You did that. I did Oh, okay. Well, get, get in here. Get in the game, good, Jonah. Good morning, Brenda. <laughs> good morning, Jonah and Sarah. Thank what, you for having me. What us. exactly is Habitat for the Humanities? Um, Habitat for Humanity is a not-for-profit organization that believes that affordable housing is a matter of conscience and action. And it is. it works both internationally and nationally. And I think the most famous person to wield a hammer to help uh, it's probably Jimmy Carter. That's right. President, former President Jimmy Carter was very big into Habitat for Humanity, And he'll he? be celebrating his 30th anniversary with Habitat this fall in New oh, York City with a big celebration. That's oh, fantastic. that's terrific. So how does uh, the Habitat program work? Uh, uh, I think people may have a, a general idea, but I think they'll be surprised by the details. In, in the Columbia County area. Yeah, or right? anywhere. Anywhere. But um, you are located in Columbia County, or your area is, is Columbia County, and where are you? The area we serve is Columbia County, Uh and our office is in Hudson, New York, um, which is the largest city in Columbia County. And um, Habitat Works, um, there's a model that we all draw from, and basically most people think of us as a, a builder, but we have three pieces of work. We're a builder, a banker, and a social service agency. And what we we serve, we provide, or we build income-based housing, which means that our constituents generally earn between 20 and 60% of the median income in the art of the area that we're chartered to serve. Okay. What does that come out in actual dollars and cents? Well, in Columbia County, a family of four, their maximum income to qualify for a Habitat house is $40,000. Okay, so they couldn't afford a home under normal circumstances in today's market. And those are the two things that we look at. We look at families that are typically in substandard or overcrowded housing, and we look at families that are typically not eligible for conventional financing. I would assume that this is the first house for many of them. They've been living in apartments, maybe in uh, Without exception, it's their first house. Oh, without exception. It's always the first house. Well, because isn't that one of the guidelines is they cannot have been a homeowner prior, or or is that that not matter if there's certain time period goes by. You know, it is it is a recommendation that it be a first home, uh-huh. but I don't think that we've ever, uh, I think the majority of people that have applied have always been first-time homeowners. It's first-time homeowners. And, and, that's okay. part of, and that's part of the social service aspect mm-hmm. that we provide. We try and qualify people for home ownership. So you must have a very extensive um, process that they go through, or interviewing process, or to select the candidates. We do, and that was one of the most difficult pieces that we put together. We have a what we call a family selection committee that's mm-hmm. composed of a, vi- a very diverse group of people. It's composed of people from the school districts, from social service agencies, from banks, from real estate agencies, and then, of course, members of our board. Mm-hmm. And we have a, a process or a rigor that's defined by international that helps us qualify 
people on the basis of income, willingness to serve, mm-hmm. and ability to undertake the, the, the challenge of home ownership. Well, well Brenda will... Adams, uh, Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity in Columbia County, before mm-hmm. we go through the actual steps mm-hmm. from start to finish for how, how someone can get one of these wonderful Habitat for Humanity homes, just one quick question. Um, do you rehab old homes or just build new ones or a little of both? We've done a little bit of both. Our mm-hmm. primary focus in the last four years has been on new construction. Right. And part of that has been because we're trying to build houses that are more sustainable and more energy efficient and less expensive to maintain and operate over the life of the home. Right, so so, yeah, so when after, um, out of curiosity, when, when someone is awarded the property, I know that there is a requirement. I, I'm opening my kimono a little bit here um, that one of my colleagues, um, I'm a banker, I'm a lender, specifically residential, and one of my colleagues- I you were a radio host. Was, <laughs> oh, I have split personalities. <laughs> Don't I? They're Jonah. Um, she was one of the people that sat and and reviewed and helped decide who would be awarded in my per, in my community where I live. And it and it, it was a fascinating process actually because of course coming from conf- what you mentioned conforming or conventional lending guidelines into that environment. Um, she doesn't live here anymore, and I know our Habitat chapter misses her terribly. But um, back. To to this, once the award is given to the family, are they responsible for all the expenses on the property moving forward after they take um, their their they've moved in? Yes, um, and and I'll take just one step back. Okay. Part of the qualification process is that we ask homeowners to take first-time homebuyers courses. We ask them to to take budgeting courses to learn. Um, and, and to put together a family budget and mm-hmm. to monitor that budget in the period between when they're selected and when they actually move into a home. Mm-hmm. We ask them to spend 300 hours working on their home so they understand the mechanics of how the home goes together and what the commitment is of home ownership mm-hmm. because it's very different than it's a writing huge a check leap. every month. Right. right. Now, huge Brenda, leap. when you say working on the home, you mean working, building it. Absolutely. Now, what if you're somebody like me who has 11 thumbs and is. A hammer is a dangerous instrument. We in my give you hands. a caulk gun, Jonah. A caulk gun. Yeah. Even that I can't screw up. <laughs> no yes. sharp instruments. No. So there's, there's no, no, no power matter, tools. <laughs> so yeah, no matter what the level of skill, there's something a little sweat equity they could put into their own home. And that's exactly and what take, that three hundred hours is Take that pride of ownership. Yes. So Brenda Adams, uh, Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity in Columbia County. Let's t- let's start from the very beginning. We have somebody listening uh, in Columbia County, and um, they want to have a home, and they can't afford it whether it's Columbia County, Dutchess, or any places else, and they call Habitat for Humanity, and in Columbia County, they would call what number? They would call 518-828-0892. Give us that number again. 518-828-0892. And folks at home, uh, get a pencil and paper, because we will repeat that in the second half of the show. So they call and they say, you know, I heard you on uh, Radio Rotary, and I'm interested in getting a home for my family, but I really can't uh, afford a conventional home with conventional financing. What are the steps? Take us right from beginning to end. It's very straightforward. We put their name on a list, and we have an annual application process that starts in the spring of each year. Once that process opens, we will send um, the application package to uh, every anyone who's contacted us um, with interest in a home, and then we'll also do public outreach, hopefully to reach more people, and we do that through employers and through school districts and through uh, public media. 
Um, and, then, and then the application, we have, I think, roughly four to six weeks to return the application. The application then comes to this committee that we discussed earlier, the family selection mm-hmm. application, where they will do initial review of the application. Do you interview the people? Is there a uh, one-on-one? We interview and make a home visit, both. Okay. Because, because all things equal at the end of the day, if we have a number of people who qualify in terms of their commitment, their willingness to do sweat equity, and their and a good credit rating, mm-hmm. um, then we'll make a home visit, and then the families that are in most need will rise to the top of the applicant pool for that period. And how many homes do you award annually? Uh, never enough. Um, uh-huh. For every home there's that, more need than there are homes available. For every home that we build, we turn around, we turn away um, eight or nine families that oh would qualify for a home. Can you reapply year after year? Yes, and then we automatically send applications to the families from the prior year. Um, for so that they can reapply mm-hmm. at the at the time. And where are most of the homes in Columbia County located? Is is there a concentration anywhere? There or? is a concentration in the city of Hudson because the city of Hudson has seen this as a real opportunity for economic development and also for community development. So Do they donate property? They have donated oh, property. Oh, that's wonderful. And for the last three years, we've done infill housing on Columbia Street, uh-huh. um, putting uh, lights on the street, um, people on the street, and investing, uh, returning uh, almost uh, $2 million in finished property uh-huh. to so you've the city of Hudson and Columbia County. You're rehabilitating the properties in the in the center of town, basically. So it is a win-win situation. Absolutely. Now, what about private people? If somebody has quite a bit of large land uh, owner, for example, would they are they able to donate to you? Well, as you can do imagine. Do you accept things like that? As you can imagine, land is one of our biggest and most expensive challenges. So mm-hmm. we're always willing to accept uh, to consider a conversation regarding a loan donation, uh-huh. a land donation. Land donation. And, you know, okay. we're going to find out more about uh, Habitat for Humanity with our guest, Brenda Adams, Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity in Columbia County and the wonderful work they do in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Brenda Adams, Executive Director for Habitat for Humanity. And Sarah, who keeps a roof over our heads by bringing Radio Rotary to us this week? Well, this week, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Congress Valley Cottage, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Middletown, Millbrook, Newburgh, and New City. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. The 1,200,000 women and men of Rotary have accomplished extraordinary things. They have helped people grow food in communities around the world. They've taught millions of people to read. They've brought clean water to villages, worked toward world peace, and have nearly eradicated a crippling childhood disease from the face of the planet. But here's the thing. Each of those 1,200,000 women and men know they could accomplish so much more if only they were 1,200,000 and one. Find out what an impact one person can make. Learn about Rotary membership at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org.
join us for loads of fun at Southern Ulster Rotary's Lieutenant Mark Dooley's 5K Race of Honor. Sunday, March 24th, rain or shine at Thomas Felton Park, Route 32 in Modena, New York. All age groups and walkers welcome with awards for top three finishers in each group. Check in by 8 a.m. for walkers and by 9 a.m. for runners. Pre-registration is just $17 or $20 a day of the race, and that includes a continental breakfast and T-shirts while supplies last. For more information, call 845-883-5000. That's 845-883-5000. Or visit www.southernulsterrotary.org. So save the date and join us, rain or shine, for loads of fun on March 24th at Felton Park in Modena, New York. Hi, welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebwasser. And today we are chatting with Brenda Adams, who is the executive director of Habitat for Humanity in Columbia County. And they are located in Hudson, New York, for our listening audience who have just joined us. And um, in the last segment, we talked a lot about the background of Habitat and how it's structured and part and, and also how you go about applying or gaining more uh, information should you or somebody you know um, want to look into the possibility of being awarded a home. Um, and, and clean, decent, affordable new, housing. New home, for working yes. families in Columbia County. And Brenda Adams, give us the phone number again so people can write it down. The phone number is 518-828-0892. And folks, don't forget that pencil and paper. We'll have Brenda repeat that number before the end of the show. One of the most fascinating things, Brenda, um, I learned when you came to our Red Hook Club to uh, give a breakfast speech is that you are right there in the 21st century with Habitat for Humanity uh, in, involving passive solar heated homes. Tell us about that. Well, one of the greatest challenges to home ownership is energy cost. Uh, many of our families go from paying rent to paying energy bills for the very first time. So um, in one of those kind of random interactive acts, uh, we, we met um, an architect, Dennis Wedlick, who designs passive houses. This is a technique that originated at MIT in the 80s um, and was subsequently not picked up in our country but developed to a great extent in Germany and uh, Denmark and uh, then recently, I guess in the last five years, here again in this country. Dennis built the first passive house in New York State, in Claverock, New York, and I apologize for not being a native and pronouncing that exactly properly, but... Uh, no, it's New York. That's <laughs> Claverock. Oh, you mean Claverock. Yes. That's <laughs> close, close enough. Okay. Close. close enough. Um, and, and, and he... Our board is always looking for new ways to serve its constituency, and so we ask him to give us a talk at our one of our brunches. And on the way out the door, he grabbed me by the sleeve and said, you know, this was a great push for affordable housing, that you could reduce your energy costs by 90% mm. for a working family. So we spent six months developing a concept, which was subsequently we felt we could um, take to the build process, and we built, we're putting... The finishing touches now on two attached townhouses in Hudson, which will be certified as pa passive certified houses. 
And we now it, were they new construction or they're, they they're new construction because okay, not pa- rehabbed. No, they're not rehabbed. Okay, you can apply the passive technique. That, to that was rehabs. my next question. Yes, but passive houses are essentially um, very low tech, which is part of what appeals to us. Um, You're not talking solar panel. No solar panels. Okay, they are um, super insulated houses. The house is almost like a thermos bottle. Mm. So it has um, very thick wall insulation, insulation under the slab. And what is the material used for the insulation? Well, in our house, it's three types of material. We're using a a molded polystyrene below Uh the slab. We're using a blown-in insulation uh, cellulose in the walls, which we are recapturing from used library books in our community. We're, Ah. We're collecting books in a library bin, which go to Albany, and then they're being turned into the cellulose that we're using for insulation in the houses. Fascinating. Uh-huh. And then we're using uh, loose cellulose in the attic of the buildings. Um, the house will actually capture the heat that's generated by mm-hmm. the people who live in the house and the appliances in the house. And then it, there is clean air that's recycled through the house through an HRV or heating recovery unit. Um, but we anticipate, um, on average, the fa- our families are paying uh, u- heating or utility bills of $300 a month. We anticipate wow. reducing those costs That's by 90% uh-huh. to, to approximately 30 or $40 wow. a month. Uh-huh. And that's a significant piece of income for a family whose yeah. total income is $40,000 annually. Oh, yeah. So the um, the way you explained it, that it's almost like a thermos, that that's really is a great visual and a great understanding of it. And I think it's fascinating you can apply it to a rehab as well as new construction. Well, as a uh, uh, this is an encore career for me. I never expected to be in construction, but I now uh-huh. am a subscriber to Fine Home Building okay. magazine. Uh-huh. And the last you read cover to cover, uh, I, I do actually. <laughs> and the last month's issue was uh, the story of two Brooklyn townhouses that were mm-hmm. being rehabbed using passive technology. And do oh, you wonderful. have a hard hat that says Brenda on it? No, Columbia County Habitat. Oh. I have to wear my my organization on my sleeve. <laughs> Good for you. But, you know, Guest, our guest is Brenda Adams, Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity in Columbia County. Uh, we talked about how people can qualify for one of your beautiful homes uh, by calling you at? 518-828-0892. And, uh, of course, if they're not in the Columbia County area, they can look up their own Habitat for Humanity uh, chapter on the Internet or perhaps even call you and you'll refer them to refer them to the right one, right? Absolutely. I have another question about this passive um, housing. Okay, so you've insulated it. You're not being passive. (laughs) (laughs) asking questions. Well. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, So you've insulated it and you're you're using the heat that's naturally organically generated within the house itself. What is the default heat system or energy system in a house like that? I mean, what is the preferred it's a much smaller infrastructure. It's uh-huh. a, we're using something for these houses called a mini split, which will both heat and cool. And if you are, if you go into a restaurant, oftentimes mm-hmm. you'll see an, a wall applied heating unit mm-hmm. over a door. That's yeah. a uh-huh. mini split. Okay. So you don't have all of the ducting and all of the mm-hmm. huge furnace infrastructure that you would have with a traditional house. So is that you, you traditionally has that been used more in commercial type of properties or space? And now it's coming into residential? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. Because, because often commercial spaces are retrofitted over and over again. Uh-huh. So they look for less invasive ways to heat and cool those buildings. So this type of technology, while developed for commercial mm-hmm. spaces, is now moving into a residential Dental. use. And is it generated, it, does the power source, is it electric? It is electric. Okay. 
So, but even oil. with those, even with the those oil. calculations, we uh-huh. think the houses will be significantly mm-hmm. less expensive to well, it, operate. So much more efficient just to start with. So, Brenda, uh, we were talking in the first half of the show about the fact that uh, former President Jimmy Carter uh, wields a hammer and uh, uh, volunteers for Habitat for Humanity uh, in Columbia County, where you're the executive director. Do you have need for? Um, other volunteers, we may have retired plumbers and carpenters or even active plumbers and carpenters or other people who are handy with tools, unlike me, who want to volunteer their time. Do you accept volunteer work? It's it's one of the, the biggest challenges because mm-hmm. each of our houses requires about 2,500 hours of volunteers to accomplish or to finish the house from beginning right. to end. So we have a lot of retired people. Many of them are uh, have trades trade skills, construction trade skills. More of them do not. And we have our weekday regulars, which come a couple of weekdays a week, and they just enjoy the social aspect of working together and working together on a community project. And then we also do community service for court-ordered community service. We have uh, community service for children who are putting together their applications for, for college. college. We have community service for local uh, organization, community organizations uh-huh. that like to work together. Well, the more we learn about Habitat, Jonah, the more it's very simpatico with Rotary, actually, right. with the uh, the fellowship and the, the sense of giving back and accomplishing something and at the same time meeting like-minded people that you can share a positive and productive experience Experience with, you know, in the in the minute we have left, Brenda Adams, Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity, uh, has there been more call on your services for these homes for families because of the economy, the dip in the economy? It's an interesting uh, dichotomy because, in some senses, it's been less because people have been less willing to take the risk. A mortgage is a twenty or a thirty year commitment, regardless of your income level. So I think we had our pool of applicants diminished in 2009 because of the economic downturn, but subsequently it started to rise again because people have been more optimistic about their employment prospects. Mm-hmm. Because there is financial commitment by the people that are awarded the house. Well, that, I just want to want to make that very clear. Like you, we didn't talk about that as much in the in the last segment, but you do operate as your own bank. Basically, you are awarding financing, and they have a fiduciary responsibility. Responsibility. They have a fiduciary responsibility, and we also um, we as we have to have the same standards and practices as, as a bank. So if they default, we have to act accordingly. Mm-hmm. So Brenda, give us the phone number once again. If anyone likes to volunteer for Habitat for Humanity or want to qualify possibly for the home of their own for their families, five one eight eight two eight zero eight nine two. Brenda Adams, Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity for Columbia County. Thank you so much for everything you do for your fellow persons and fellow man and woman. And thank you for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank you. And I have a caulk gun all ready for you. Uh, I'll be (laughs) there. I'll be there. That I'll buy a ticket to. (laughs) (laughs) And Sarah, tell us, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, this week, um, Radio Rotary has been sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, and Walk Hill East. For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasser. Thank you for joining us, inviting you back to join us again next week at the same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget, go to RadioRotary.org for our over 200 shows on a wide variety of topics. We'd love to have you there. Take care. 
Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in Motion.